And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about three ways to more meaningful engagement on LinkedIn. And this one is a little bit different. And I'm saying that because we actually did a live meetup here in Austin, Texas, where we had some amazing people come through. And they were a part of the presentation. So what I did is I chopped up that presentation to the main core points, which are these three ways to more meaningful engagement. To give you all a sneak preview, number one is posting relevant content. Number two is engaging your audience by commenting on other posts. And number three is adding the right connections. So we're going to dive deep into those three different topics here. And you're going to find out how exactly to engage with the right type of people So you can build up those connections. I don't know if you're looking for a job right now or trying to expand your business or just play the long-term game, which I think is the best approach, but LinkedIn is the way to go here and we will discover how exactly to engage with the right types of people. Just a quick call to action before we go ahead and play the clip, go ahead and send me a request on LinkedIn. Let me know that you are a career warrior so I can accept it or just follow me. I really do practice what I preach when it comes to the things that I said in the presentation. If you wanna see it in live action, the way that I execute on these principles, definitely send me a request. My name is Chris Villanueva, CPRW. You should see a picture of me with a beard and a blue shirt. All right, let's launch into our 73rd episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Can't wait to get into it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about three ways to more meaningful engagement. This is what I'm really excited to share with you guys, um, just because I know it can make a really tremendous impact. These are three things you can do, um, which will take time, but we'll talk about how to create a system at the end of this presentation. All right, number one, post relevant content. This is probably the foundation for me as a person who's been able to attract the right type of attention. So I say posting relevant content for your industry means attracting the right people and offering them real value. Uh, How many times have we seen something on LinkedIn that just is an advertisement for some company and some celebration that they're putting on? How many of you guys seen stuff like that? Okay, quite a few. How many of you find that to be like truly valuable and you can't wait to read that stuff when you get home? No hands, no hands for all you listeners. Um, I use that as an example, and that's not saying it's okay to post about your company and the amazing things that they've done or to post about yourself a little bit, Um, but the best way to get the most most engagement and the most excitement, and to be honest, if you're looking for a job, the best way to actually get that job is by posting stuff that actually illustrates value for other people. Uh, The concept is being targeted and not just shooting out stuff that could be relevant to anyone because that doesn't really help you in your case. Um, I'll give some specific examples because I know that really helps people to understand and conceptualize this this type of stuff. So example A, one thing that I recommend is people posting relevant articles and for those of you who are worried like I don't have time to create all these articles myself like Chris does, doesn't matter. Sharing other people's content can be just as relevant. So this is something that I post. Um, I have a lot of project managers that I'm connected with and a lot of job seekers, obviously. So I said, you've managed hundreds of, hundreds of projects and know you rock at your job. Now, how do you explain that on your resume? Check out this project manager resume sample from a real client we worked with here at Let's Eat Grandma and find out how to make yours just as great. So instantly, um, this does create activity. So 611 views, and this is what helps 
offer people value as well as drive clicks if you're looking for something like that. All right, here's another example. Start a conversation relevant to your industry. Doesn't have to be, this is what I love the most. It doesn't have to be, this is like what I think probably what I've learned the last two years. Like you don't have to be pitching yourself all the time. Um, really what it comes down to is just trying to start conversations can really help. So in a recent post I said, I think this was yesterday, I said, just overheard a businessman here in Austin say, well, you need to be micromanaging your employees then, which begs the question, is it ever a good idea to micromanage? Thoughts. And then I got a bunch of comments of people who just were so worked up about micromanaging. <laughs> um, and it started a really good conversation. I had some really good um, points that people made about leadership style. Um, and that's my space. It's like business, um, you know, job seeker, that kind of thing. So um, this lady got really into it. Like, and there were, <laughs> there were some people saying like, yes, I think micromanaging is okay. So it did stir some debate um, within the thread. So these are the things that I'm learning as somebody who posts content on LinkedIn, even today is like, how can you start really relevant, um, really meaningful conversations as well? I don't think of another example. Yes, yes. Um, it was here in this building. Uh, it was like a man in a suit, and he was like on a phone call. It's like, you need to be micromanaging your employees more. It was like kind of like judgmental a little bit. Wow. So, okay. So, how do you know what's relevant content for your industry? This is what I want all of you to understand uh, by the end of this presentation. Uh, a few recommendations. I recommend looking for influencers within your space. So let's say you're in tech. So who were some tech influencers that post? Now, now, what was that? I was trying to get into tech, but oh, not an yeah. influencer though. Well, exactly, that's, that's the point. So following people can be really relevant. Uh, following relevant hashtags can be helpful as well. And one of my favorite recommendations I got from a gentleman um, who talked about how to land a dream job after out of college. Um, I recommend this for anyone, regardless of not if you're coming from college. But he says set up Google alerts on your phone for your specific industry. So that way you're on top of news, you're on top of trends and specific things for your industry. Uh, highly recommend things like that. And sometimes it takes time. Like I was able to find some good people, but it just took like a week of checking it out. This concludes this section. Does anyone have any questions before we move on? Question? Um, yeah. So I feel like one thing that uh, is an obstacle to posting content is it can feel kind of futile if you don't get engagement. So like if no one likes your posts or, yeah. you know, it just feels like you're kind of throwing stuff out there that everyone can see and no one is liking. So what do you have to say to that? Okay, so we, we just created a, I think it was a video about engaging with people. So say you create a blog that you spend hours and hours on, which I've done, or a podcast that you spend hours and hours on, and then you post about it, nobody likes it. Like, not a single person. Do you delete that post? Do you keep it? I say, who cares, really? And this is from someone who posts stuff all the time. Um, I get... Like I said, I'm no Yoda. I get anywhere from, now I'm actually proud of this, anywhere from two to 25-ish likes on average. Um, sometimes it's one or two, but there was a long period of time where I just like I post stuff and like not a single person. It would get engagement, like people would see it and people would, I noticed people would click to my website, but no one would like it. Um, 
to be honest, what I've seen is it's just really a long-term game. Like you can't post something just to, you know, get back the, the engagement and see that no one liked it. Does that answer your question or does it go kind of beyond like likes and comments? That's a great question, by the way. Yeah, I guess like if I were to think about it, it creates this mystery. So like if someone were to look at all the stuff that you've posted, they can see that you've been engaged over like a sustained period of time. Absolutely, yeah. So like just to your point, like people are going to go look at your profile and see all the really relevant stuff. It doesn't matter if anyone's you know engaged with it or not, but it does matter how relevant it is and how valuable you think it would be. So you answered your own question. Great. Yeah. So we had someone say um, that it's good to look at the responses for feedback purposes to see how your posts are doing. Um, the one thing I would say to that is look at your posts and compare them to each other versus comparing them to other people's content and posts. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Go ahead. On this topic, it sort of brings up, uh, I've perceived on the internet a lot of stuff that gets attention that's controversial content. I mean, that's what yeah. drives clicks and drives engagement. Yeah. But at LinkedIn, I mean, I, it seems to me that's a, a, a venue where you don't really want to stir or bring controversy. What, what are your thoughts there? I mean, was... I've seen tons of controversial stuff on LinkedIn, and that could be the things, the people I'm following. But the last thing I would want it is to become like Facebook, how it's become in the last few years, because it, it definitely is like a hotbed, especially for political things. Uh, I would say LinkedIn's a lot more tame. Uh, but I I'm not going to be an advocate. I know I posted that micromanaging thing, but I mean, it's it's not about like uh, Trump or anything like that. That would just you know nobody get like nobody nobody likes Republicans and Democrats equally hate micromanagers. So. Right, and so like something like that would get people's guts going crazy. But I mean, my policy is I think edgy is actually good. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. You have more of a response than doing straight up clickbait. Yes. So, and like going back to it, and like I actually stole that same idea from an influencer who I look up to, but I concluded this with thoughts, and I noticed that at the end, that's a really good way to invite people to comment. So, that's one thing I love. All right, moving to number two comments on other people's, you know what, um, can be one of the best ways to engage with people. Comments, comments, comments. Uh, it's not going to be enough to post on your own um, feed, especially if you're just starting out and you don't have a lot of connections. I don't have, like, I, I know that there are people beyond my connections that I want to reach, and I think one of the best ways to do that is by commenting on other people's stuff. All right, this is one of my favorite people who I follow. Her name is Bridget Hassian. She's from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, she is in the job seeker market. And this is a recent comment. See, look, like 85 likes, that's way more than anything I could ever put out there. Um, and it's a comment. Um, this, this lady is fantastic. She has 1.5 million followers. Um, not like I really care about the count, it's about the quality and the people that follow her more than anything, but she has my audience. She's exactly who I'm trying to reach out to um, and something I want to connect with. So her post, actually called for more connections. So I did solicit more connections in her post. Um, so I said, this is why I love Bridget. LinkedIn is for networking first and foremost. So here's my value exchange proposition, which she asked for. If you're looking for resume advice, 
I do all caps, like that's a recent thing for me. Um, job seeker motivation or need to help write a LinkedIn profile, please follow me as I post related podcasts, blah, blah, blah. And I also said, hey, if you're in sales or marketing, please connect with me because there's so much sales and marketing stuff that I want to know because like it's in my space. Um, so I got 20 to 25 LinkedIn requests like within 24 hours and they're all people who are relevant in my space. Um, this is just one example. I comment on Bridget's stuff. Uh, I've done this more than once and it's worked almost every single time. So uh, there was one time she, uh, she liked one of my comments and I tagged her in a post and I got, this is a record for me, I got 2,100 likes on this, this freaking wow. post. Look at my history, guys. <laughs> um, so, but like the point is like you're, you're adding value, like you're trying to show how you're relevant for the people that you're, you're posting for. You're not just saying, hey, follow me. Um, try, to, try to draw a little bit more meaning behind it. Any questions on this whole commenting principle? It's sure, you're gonna mention it. Um, but tagging people is always a great way to get engagement as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just want to offer that. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. So this is another influencer who I, follow. I keep saying influencer, but people with a lot of followers from my relevant space that I follow. Um, his name is Oleg Vishnepolsky. Do you follow him? I do. He's a great guy. Um, so he talks about, he just put this quote up, like, when you know your value, it's hard to stay with people who don't. Um, and then I just gave my two cents. So uh, didn't even plug, didn't even say, hey, follow me back, or hey, I, I'm a job seeker guy. I just gave my two cents, um, and I put a lot of thought into it. I spent maybe five minutes on this comment, um, as opposed to two seconds on it. And um, look, nine likes and people who wanted to connect with me who are relevant in my space. Um, Gary Vee, who's my favorite person in the world, talks about this. He says it's the, uh, the two cents principle, or the $1.80 strategy. So it's you give your two cents enough times where it adds up to $1.80, and that's all you're doing is just offering value in people's feeds. One of my favorite concepts that's been able to, um, it's like my favorite thing. Also, be a human. Don't just follow, don't just comment on influencer stuff. Call, like, comment on the people who you're trying to build connections with. So this was a past podcast guest, uh, Dave Watts. He is, um, he was looking for a job, I think at the age of his late 60s. And he finally got a job working for the Warwickshire Police. Um, and this is somebody who I connected with. This guy gave me a LinkedIn recommendation. So um, like, it's also about being human. So I just commented congratulations um, on getting the new position. Um, sorry, it's right here. Uh, a great example of a career warrior, which he was a podcast guest on the Career Warrior Podcast. I wish you the best of luck in the new role. So don't forget to really water relationships. I think LinkedIn's one of the best ways to do that. Okay, third part of this presentation is actually building connections the right way. Um, so I'll talk about how I've been able to do it successfully in the last few months. Who, who knows the answer to this question? How many connections should I have? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why does it not matter? Because it's quality over quantity. Exactly, yeah. Um, somebody said it best. It, I actually interviewed somebody and asked the same question. He's somebody who had a lot of followers, but he spent a lot of time on his LinkedIn profile. Um, he says that it's better to have 50 connections that are relevant rather than 5,000 that are completely irrelevant. Like, it's 100% it's true. Yes, there is something about that magic 500 number. Who's reached 500? Who's not reached 500 yet? Cool. No one did that. 
it doesn't really matter that much. Uh, it does kind of matter. I mean, it's more of like it's more of like a pat on the back thing. Um, what I'd recommend more than anything is making sure your profile is elevated to all-star status because it will get shown to more people, more recruiters, if you have it at all-star status. Okay, getting multiple, getting good connections, there are multiple ways to do this. There really are two routes to go, and it's pretty obvious. It's in-person connections, such as what we're doing right here in this room, or LinkedIn-based, so that would be more of like a cold or warm type situation. I'm not advocating for one or the other, Actually, no, I am. I'm advocating for in-person more than warm, cold, um, especially if you don't mind people. Um, I think it's a good way to go. Um, but there are benefits and drawbacks really to both. In-person networking. Um, one thing to ask yourself is what events can you attend this week that are relevant in your space? Um, Matt, you had a really, some really good examples of events to attend relevant for job seekers during the last webinar. Do you remember what those were? Definitely any events linked to, for those of us uh, um, in the college or whatever it was, or um, even like trade schools or coding boot camps, any sort of thing related to your alma mater, um, events like that are pretty good. Um, good. Good place to start at. Alumni events are great. Alumni events. Conference events. So for us, we're part of the Professional Association of Resume Writers and Career Coaches. This is something that we're atten like considering attending is... Um, a conference relevant to our industry because we know that we can meet a lot of career coaches who can partner up with us to give us more business in the future. So that would be an example of an event. I would like to ask the audience here actually if anyone's attended an event that has proved fruitful, like you've met a really cool person during that event that's given you opportunity. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I joined uh, Women in Communications, uh, Women Communicators of Austin group. It has about 250 women around Austin who specialize in marketing and public relations. And I actually developed a relationship with a woman. We're meeting tomorrow for coffee. She coaches people, um, she coaches TED Talk speakers. And um, again, with a career move, obviously, not always sure about what direction I want to go in, but just meeting people who have interesting careers and learning about how they got there is really cool. So, Matt. So I'll jump in again. For, for job seekers, I cannot emphasize enough, like career fairs um, are a great resource. There's actually one coming up. I had a look at my, on the data on my phone. But Austin Startup Week, uh, Startup Crawl, oh. specifically for like, I mean, how many companies, Chris? There's a lot. You know, <laughs> dozens and dozens of companies are going to be literally right here in this building, and you have the opportunity to shake so many hands. Yeah. Connect with all of them on LinkedIn, talk to them, actually have some you know, real human conversations while you're at it, uh, and hopefully get some business cards because it's gonna be a really, really uh, awesome opportunity. Um, how many, this is a vulnerable question to answer, so don't feel like you have to. How many of you identify as introverts? Little hand, okay, a few. <laughs> See, it's like a lot of the room. Um, my. First of all, what I'll tell people is like some of the most like social people I've met in my entire life, I'm always surprised when they're like, yeah, I'm actually an introvert. Um, it has to do with how you derive your energy as opposed to how you are as a person. Uh, so I would encourage you not to think just because you're an introvert that doesn't lock you into a specific uh, mindset or just that doesn't limit you in any way. It just talks about how you derive energy. Um, so what I tell all my introverts is definitely use your combination of online uh, networking in combination with events. Do not neglect events. 
think you're doing the right thing. Uh, but reward yourself. Like say, okay, I'm, as soon as I'm done with this event where it's going to give me, um, well, I'm going to be tired or exhausted from it, I'm going to drink my favorite beer. Just do something to reward yourself. And um, I'm not even an introvert, but I still reward myself that way. These events are a lot. Okay, my go-to line, my, my favorite thing. Uh, I ran out of business cards maybe about six months ago. I used to always carry on business cards. My go-to line, this doesn't work for you, don't feel like you have to take it, but feel free to steal this, is I actually ran out of my last business card, but are you on LinkedIn? Really simple, and then I'll whip out my phone and I'll connect with most of these people right then and there um, on the spot. And it's been probably one of my best ways to connect with people on LinkedIn uh, when I attend events. Say if you left your business cards at home, no one's giving me pushback on that. Being like, you don't have business cards? What is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> maybe one person told me that out of the 200 people. I don't know. Go ahead. Like little mini billboards you carry in your pocket. Yeah, I, I throw so many business cards out. Like I have to, I have to be real. I do add them on LinkedIn, but I throw them away after I add them. So okay, LinkedIn-based networking. You don't have to link. You don't have to find people by going events. You can actually find people on LinkedIn and have a targeted strategy. I recommend this if you want to diversify. Look how easy this is. It's just like Google. So this morning I typed in sales managers in Austin, and look who comes up. 74,000 results. And LinkedIn is great because it actually gave Matt, like Matt was the first person to show up uh, because Matt does sales for Let's Eat Grandma. So LinkedIn is very smart. Um, but they also prioritize people who you have connections with. So that's the other beauty. You can say, hey, you know such and such, let's connect. Um, so I've used this approach to connect with people. Um, I haven't used it as much just for the sake of time. Uh, I'm not trying to build my connections necessarily. I'm trying to find out how I can post more relevant content. But this is beautiful because it, it will give you unlimited people within that space. And these are all opportunities for every single one of you to make these connections. Um, just a ballpark estimate of how many people who I've reached out to try to connect with, I'll get probably like 70% yeses if the message is good. So don't don't be afraid to really go out and use LinkedIn for what it was meant to use, be used for. Any questions on this one? I know people might be yeah, a little mystified. Do you always customize your invite? So we had someone ask, do you always customize your invites? And I say yes. And um, that's just because I'm a lot more likely to accept invites if I see it's like, I get a lot of requests um, from like random people. And if I see it's like there's a reason that you want to connect with me and not that you want to sell me your software that I don't care about within 10 seconds, um, then I'm much more likely to accept it. Um, so good things to bring up are you're in the same industry, um, you're in the same city, um, anything that shows that you have value. Yeah, mutual value, exactly. Yeah. Any other questions? This is always a topic, who should I accept or reject request from? It, it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Try to, try to look at their profile before you accept it um, and see if there is a, a connection. Say they don't leave a note and that's somebody who, who just sent you a request. Um, look at their profile and see what they can do. Um, I've just, sometimes I get so overwhelmed, I'm just like accept, 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 because you know, they're probably relevant. But, um, it's not really, and this is where I need to be careful, to be honest, um, but it's not really going to serve you if you have a bunch of connections and it's not relevant. And the reason is because your feed is going to get blown up with so much irrelevant content for you that you're not going to know where to start. Oh, and LinkedIn will push, 
push uh, job recommendations to you that aren't relevant to you. That's the other the annoying thing. So do try and be discerning, and it will save you some headache in the future. Here's a podcast to listen to. Who should I connect with on LinkedIn? Getting those numbers up with Tom Pounder of Career Thinker. So he was the person who first told me the concept of 50 connections is so much better than 5,000 connections. And um, this is a really good short and sweet episode on how to get your numbers up. Genius. All right, so there we have it. That's three ways to more meaningful engagement on LinkedIn. Number one, post more relevant content. Number two, engage your audience by commenting on other posts. And number three, adding the right connections. So an overlying theme on every single one of those is making sure that you are targeted and relevant for your goals. What industry are you a part of? What roles are you applying for? What's your exact purpose in using LinkedIn? I think a lot of people have the wrong approach in that they just want to see those likes and those outcome dependent things, or they just want to get a job tomorrow. I highly recommend being very long-term when it comes to how you use your LinkedIn profile and building up your brand awareness and building up your reputation that way. And a future episode will have me basically discussing what I do when I go on LinkedIn. So my actual schedule and checklist of things to do. And in another episode, we will talk about how to leverage your connections once you do make them on LinkedIn. This concludes the 73rd episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Can't wait to see you next time. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.